Hey, everybody. Welcome into the podcast. Uh, the show, the counter show, the greatest show on earth. Oh, no, wait a minute. That's that's Ringling Brothers, Barnum and Bailey. Sorry about that. But we still are in a circus. We are in a circus. Look at you, man. You're hiding. You look like a Tim the Tool Time neighbor standing behind the fence there. You notice those, anything different? I, I, I do, man. I do. For those of you who are uh, not watching and you're listening to the podcast right now, Keith got a new uh, new apparatus. Won't well, you that you make it. That makes it sound weird. Like you know, <laughs> it's not weird, man. It's it's needed tools, tools of the trade, folks. Yeah, got a new mic stand. Yeah, yeah. Has it got that new mic stand smell? Ooh. Oh, it's nice. Yeah. yeah. Did you disinfect yeah. it? Uh, did they guarantee uh, COVID free? I as long as it took me to get it, and as long as it sat, <laughs> it probably and, didn't. Yeah, it, there's it, no I, way. Yeah, it was over a month. Wow, that's nice. Yeah, that's it's the a road. Uh, it's, road. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I I got online when you uh, you sent me the uh, uh, the link to that. It's uh, for those of you who are into podcasting and gear. That's some uh, great quality equipment, wouldn't you say? I uh, yeah, I love it. So you know, and I've I've. I've been using my other one, which is good, but it's kind of a tabletop with a real heavy base. I've had that thing for like 15, 20 years. So it was, it was time, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you know. we just, I'm going to get into something here real quick. Cause you know, we've, we've lost two great entertainers the last few days. Do you know that Jerry yeah. still, Jerry Stiller, Ben Stiller's dad. Yeah. You know, the famous, uh, he was Costanza's dad on uh, Seinfeld. Uh, as I told my wife this morning, he was Jerry's, or no, he was George's dad on the show. George's dad. He was yes. Ben's dad in the real world. Correct. <laughs> yeah, and he was he was Jer Jerry was his name. So he was like ninety two. Ninety two years old, man. Um, what a great sense of humor he had. Though. I loved him on uh, Seinfeld, the Serenity Now, and you know uh, the airing of grievances. You know. Yeah. The old, uh, you know, Festivus for the best of us, you know, right. Festivus for the rest of us. Well, wasn't he the one? Didn't Kramer get him wearing his his bro? Or, <laughs> the man's ear. <laughs> yeah. The man's ear, man. Wasn't yes. that? It was. Wasn't, the, they called it the bro and then the he, man's he ear. Talk, yeah. he, he talked him into wearing it, right? Yeah. Wasn't that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That was pretty funny. That was and, actually, he, and then your other, your other, uh, Little Richard, Little Richard, man, what a great, I uh, great uh, um, inspiration to a lot of people in rock and roll music. Period. Um, I would say pioneer in uh, rock and roll, in my opinion. I uh, told a lot of folks about it when I learned about it. I I, I met him. Um, it was kind of a a chance meeting. Uh, the wife and I were staying at the Hilton. In downtown Nashville, uh, in the honky tonk district, there, I think it might have been a Tennessee what? Titans home game or something. Okay, so we, yeah. So we so, were we were we were staying downtown to go to the Ryman like, what, for a concert. What year, roughly? Like this had to be about uh, maybe 2011, 2012, roughly, somewhere around in there. Yeah. So I was reading this on your uh, social media post. I. Yeah. This is how I learn about you. Is I just I just go to like your Facebook page and start <laughs> reading. Well, I I that's fine. Yeah, well, I uh, met the guy, and you you posted some pictures there of uh, 
of uh what well, so what the rest of the story so you so you met this guy oh well, yeah so so no actually you didn't meet him first right what what were you doing right so it was uh, early morning the day of the football game sunday morning and i got up to go outside and drink a cup of coffee and smoke a cigarette that was back in the days when i when i was uh, drawing on the uh, the filtered uh, marlboros um and i i look over to my uh, to my left and uh sitting in a wheelchair was this gentleman finely dressed and you know not a hair out of place had his sunglasses on and everything man and i pulled out my phone to go take a picture and all of a sudden i had this hand and i had to said sorry man i just you know i'm gonna take a picture of my idol here he says well he doesn't like being photographed um especially right now and what i had learned later was is the reason why he was actually there and in nashville is uh saint thomas um he was having a, a hip surgery um so uh, he didn't really want to be photographed he, he uh, didn't want people seeing him in a wheelchair exactly so a little fdr uh exactly thing yeah so on. so i uh just proceeded to say well thanks anyway you know and he goes no 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 you know you you, you want to meet him i'm like oh, wow yeah sure so i, I pers- we go over there and uh just start talking to him and you know tell him how much i I really loved his, his music. My dad was a big fan, and you know I just heard it. You know my mother was a big fan, and um, everything everything I would say. Oh God bless you, God bless you. You know just you're just the nicest guy, man. And um, he says, uh, let me give you this book. He autographed the book, and he and he gave me a. You know the, they keep you know stock of these stock yeah. photos well he sits cars. he sits there and signs them signs you know. them and that's what he's doing so he signed everything for me and he says god bless you son god bless you and I said thank you so much for it and it was just the coolest thing in the world man i mean he was just the nicest man you know and uh so i was kind of sad to see him um traveling yeah yeah um it, we've lost a lot of talent in the past 30 45 days we have we <clears> have <throat> man you know it's um it's a good it's a good reminder to us uh little people that you know even when you're having hip replacement surgery at the hospital and traveling you still have to be nice to people you know true <laughs> I mean, true <laughs> in it man and I, t- I was just so impressed at how i mean how well dressed the man was i mean he yeah, was well just, i mean he was he was in his perfect form as he would that, be on stage you know that era you know and i i sort of feel like and perhaps jay this is a this is a podcast for another day but there's something to be said about, you know, we're all just running around in old Navy sweats now and, uh, <laughs> yeah. Or cargo shorts or whatever. Right. And, uh, there's no, there's no putting your best foot forward anymore. It's, uh, we've just sort of, uh, come as you are, you know, mm-hmm. with the, the real you. Well, I, I, okay. But shouldn't, I mean, you know, you got to wash your car every now and then, right? I mean, exactly. Still the real car, uh, just looks a whole lot better when it's clean. <laughs> True. This is true. You know, it's um it's interesting, man. We're certainly evolving every day with all this stuff going on. I you know, we I learned yesterday some of the things that are gonna be happening, you know, in our area. We're we're a little behind everybody else. Now is Tennessee opening back up out there? Uh yeah, so it yeah yes and. Um yeah. so we got this uh we got this situation where I I live in a different county than downtown Nashville. Yeah. And the downtown Nashville, which is Davidson County, 
was harder hit, which is true for most larger cities because of the closer proximity and the number of people per square mile and all that. And so they're slower to open back up. But the county that I live in started opening things back up last week. Right. And, um, you know, we had Tori on. Um, I got my hair cut last uh, week. She opened yeah. back up. She's yeah. on the just across the county line in, in the county that I live in where she works. So she she opened back up wearing a mask. Everybody's wearing masks. Yeah. She wearing gloves. Everybody's <clears throat> just doing all those. Yeah. Things, and, right? you know, I sent you that picture of uh, there, there's some downtown distillery that switched over to making hand sanitizer. Yeah, I got a somebody sent me it. Was that you sent me a picture yeah, of that? Yeah, and that okay, stuff, yeah. man, it smells like you're just putting grain alcohol. I mean, it is, <laughs> it is potent. I, it yeah. made me sort of want to take a hit off of it just to see. Um, you've been to one of the brewers out here um, over on San Juan Island, uh, allegedly. In yeah. yeah, in Friday Harbor. <laughs> yeah, um, they uh, have uh, linked up with a distillery and are. Uh, teaming up and making hand sanitizer as well and distributing it around as well and um i've used some of that and you're right man it is it's they've they've got different flavors of it though where you can you know they've added like orange yeah. scent to it and you know so it does but man that stuff just when as soon as you put oh, it on it, it yeah. just it hits it you can feel it and so. uh i would be i would be careful about uh you know the flammability like it it's a great campfire starter if you need a you know oh, oh, for sure man <laughs> so hey let's let's um you know, before we get a little, little further in, why don't we kind of, you know, tell the people a little bit about what we're going to talk about today right. bef- before we get into it. That way they they can kind of know where we're going here. Um, Hand sanitizer and Kleenex, right? That, yeah, or? yeah, that's it. And TP. Okay. TP. Speaking of TP, we podcasted about hoarding toilet paper. Don't do that and go buy a new car. Go check that episode out if you would. That was a good one. Um, anyway, yeah, we we ran across an article about uh, the Toyota 86 um, that we found interesting. Uh, now, some cha- some, now 86, that's the that's the term slang for throwing it away, right? 86 it? No, right? No. Well, it, it, it would be if you were in the military, yeah. But this, not in this case. 86 is the, you know, it's the board stroke size and, you know, that's, that's what so, it's known as. So in, this is a car. This is a car. It's otherwise known as the uh, Scion, uh, what was it, FRS? That's that's correct, or the Subaru yeah. BRZ. Subaru BRZ. So we'll get into a little bit of that, <clears throat> and then we're going to talk a little bit about um, you know some things going on in the in the world of automotive as far as plants reopening. You know, we got a couple of pieces of information there that that we we want to share with you. And then uh, we might even talk about a little feud that's going on between uh, you know, West Coast State and some dude that puts rockets up in, in space. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, so we'll get into a little bit of that. And then, uh, we want to talk about, uh, one of his competitors. I'm just wondering if they'll ever, uh, hook up and maybe use the whole name and, you know, just, you know, yeah, uh, we'll see. Okay. Yeah. So, um, that, so that'll be fun. All right. Fun? So, yeah. So so this Toyota 86 thing. Okay. So you kind of pointed it out to me. Now, I think we had both known of it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's been around for a while. And I would not be surprised, Jay, if like most people, you know, I guess I should say we like most people. It wouldn't surprise me if most other people like us 
just sort of looked at it and went, eh, all right, sure. Yep. yep. Um, but, but, you know, believe it or not, Toyota has a car that they've been selling for a while here in the United States. It's called the Toyota 86, like the number eight, the number six. Mm-hmm. Um, it was marketed as that beginning in 2017 because they, um, you know, they 86 Scion. So, right. So, um, it's, uh, now I don't think I'm going to be too popular with, uh, if there's any 86 fans watching this, uh, just a little warning here in advance. This is, uh, this is an opinion segment and my opinion of this car is, uh, well, uh, there's some good and there's some bad and we'll talk to you about that. But, um, I'm scratching my head on a lot of this that we're going to air out. So, uh, shall we? Yeah, let's <laughs> let's roll with it, man. All right. So here's so the first thing right out of the gate that you already pointed this out. Mm-hmm. There's three versions of this car, or there were three versions of this car, right? Right. Now right. you're familiar with badging, re rebadging. Correct. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Rebadging to those of you that don't know. And Ford used to do this a lot with like Lincoln and GM's done it. And and yep. basically you make the same exact car. There's almost no changes. Almost no. Very few. Right. And then you just take and you take the like General Motors badge or the Ford badge off the front and you put the Lincoln badge on it. That's it. And <clears throat> Ford used to do that with um like uh the Mercury Mariner. Yeah. Uh, which was basically the Ford Explorer, and then it got to the point where technology caught up in the 90s to where you were basically able to offer the same package group and an Explorer for about the same price because all that stuff, luxury, like seats and tech, it was less expensive than it used to be. Power windows, now they all come with... So the rebadging thing, people kind of got wise to, and, and, you know, auto manufacturers went, yeah, all right, well, there's really no need... Because it cost them more to make the car right and mm-hmm. and sell it under two different badges well you know i will say this though that when you got into the higher end rebadged versions and and i know this on this particular model like a tahoe versus an escalade which for those of you that don't know that a tahoe is the uh, Chevrolet side, and then you've got the Cadillac Escalade. Yeah. Now there is a substantial difference. Oh, cre- my son, cre- I was creature he, comforts. He so. will sit there in the driveway in our neighborhood and mm-hmm. point to two or three of those that you mentioned, yeah. and he will tell you until you're until you're tired of hearing it about all the differences. I I've I've heard this now <laughs> from from two of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is. I mean, there is a substantial difference there. I mean, that's what you're paying for is the additional. Even the uh, even the Tahui and the uh, and not the Cadillac, but the uh, the uh, Suburban, right? The mm-hmm. the Tahui mm-hmm. and the Suburban have. Uh, aren't you going to correct me? You're just going to let me say Tahui. I like that. <laughs> I mean, well, that's like I was when I was doing, uh, you know, looking at some of the the versions of this this Toyota 86 and we'll get into some of the some of the models they have they have a special edition it's a it's what they call a Hakone yeah the Hak one edition they call it, yeah the, the, <laughs> Is that, the am I saying that right the north the north american slang the Hak one yeah i was <laughs> okay. cracking up on that so so anyway. this thing okay so this thing is made in it's it, first of all it's made by Subaru and Subaru's plant assembly mm-hmm. plant okay right so, and in Gunma? Yes. 
is which correct. is in Japan. So it's made in Japan. So that's a, as far as I'm concerned, I think as far as Jay's concerned, in terms of where this thing is made, quality. If I'm buying a Toyota, I actually prefer the ones made in Japan because they yeah. seem to be built a little better. So that's a positive. And right? understand one thing. Yes, it is a positive. Mm -hmm. And the understand one thing too. Here's another positive. And you experienced this with being an FJ owner that they're they. There's limited production on these things, right? So that it makes them from a, a, a standpoint of value, um, they're worth some money. I mean, people well, who go out; they, they want these things in this in the sense that a Ford Escort from the late seventies is <laughs> right. worth some money. I, now, yeah. like so let so let's just let's just dive into this a little bit. So we're rebadging this thing, mm -hmm. and and this is not the first time in recent days that Toyota has kind of rebadged. Technically, the Super is not rebadged. It's a joint project with BMW, but Toyota really didn't make. I I know I know I'm just gonna make people okay, but Toyota really did not make that on their own. No, they they didn't. Um, obviously, the engine the engine is a boxer. Yeah. Um, engine from Subaru, and that's really what the rest of it though is pretty much Toyota engineering as far as the suspension and and um, all that sort of stuff. They but there was a difference over the years of the suspension and how it handled, whereas the Toyota version of this thing was a little squirrely on the rear end. Yeah. And the Subaru itself was a, a lot tighter. It handled so, very well. And I got to tell you, like, my preference as I look at the two, like, I just don't like the way the 86 looks. I would much rather have the BRZ. How? Go ahead. I was just going to say, well, do you know which version of that is, is heavily loved in Europe? Is is actually the BRZ? Yeah, well, uh, Germ I mean it, Germany loves the BRZ. How does a car company, Jay, that at, at for a good while uh, had the best selling car mm -hmm. car if you're car. in the North Midwest car in in the United in the States in in America America, America. best selling car car mm -hmm. in a, I'll stop. Okay, <laughs> you call it's like operative term there, right? Yep. How do they just completely lose focus on the car aspect? That's an interesting question. I right? don't know. Like Toyota's man. just basically a truck company now. Trucks Pretty and much. Well, we, well, you know, the odd thing, and and we were talking about this before we came on. Let's talk. Let's go back several months where we were at. We were in Las Vegas for the SEMA show. What I find interesting is that they were more. At that particular show, just putting, pushing, 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 just super, super, oh, super, super. Nothing super, but super. Supra. Yeah. That's it. I think you I know hear why. Anything about this Toyota 86 and what was going on. Now, from what I understood, they were actually planning on killing this thing. Yeah. Um, there's no. In 2019. Right. And then they said, nah, we're going to, we're going to re up for another year. Um, and this actually is going to be the final version. There's a new generation coming out in 2021. So there's a lot more R&D and production expense, I think, in the Supra. Oh, yeah. uh, this is basically made by somebody else, like we've already established, and just rebadged, right? I mean, That's yeah, it. yeah, yeah, they got the boxer engine. We'll get into that in a second. But mm -hmm. um, but it's, uh, it's, it's not your toilet's running, by the way. Uh, I know you hear that? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um, I just don't. Uh, who is buying these? Like, I I was trying to look at, you know, they don't show you that. 
Yeah, but the demographic. It, it board, yeah. seems to be kind of the okay. Here we go. I'm about to I'm about to offend some people. This seems to be kind of the dollar general of sports cars. I mean, it's just as inexpensively made as they can possibly do it. And I, I, the the price point on these things are very attractive. Um, I think that they're 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 gearing they're they're marketing a younger audience. They're they're definitely marketing a younger audience. They're not they're not, they're not marketing your your Corvette guys, your 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 uh, uh, Camaros, your Mustang guys. Um, so. So Toyota says on their website that the regular standard 86 edition starts at 27,060, okay? Yeah, that's and right. then the Hawk one or however you say that, it starts mm-hmm. at 29,870. So they're putting it under 30. Hakioni? Right. Hakioni? Hakioni. The GT is a little higher at about 30. 29,910 is what I'm seeing, but I'm I'm seeing 3190. But that's not Ooh. real world. Oh, that's you're because you're you're in a different area. Yeah. See, that's a whole yeah. other that's a whole yeah. other conversation well, right there. You got to right? pay the Seattle Act tax, yeah, because that's uh, <laughs> you're in Subaru tax. territory. Okay, that's exactly so right, yeah. So it's but I don't even. I mean, who's gonna buy a two door thirty thousand dollars? I mean, okay, okay. So let's back up even further. So a the single engine person. in this thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Toyota notoriously. And and I have read, I have driven the BRZ. I have not been in 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 the eighty six. Okay, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Uh, technically, if you're going to play the rebadging game or whatever, I haven't been in one of these. Okay, mm-hmm. but it's the same engine, right? Toyota notoriously limits your your high end so that you can't get tons of torque out of them because they. It's amazing to me how much they protect that engine longevity reputation like oh it's a toyota it runs forever so they yeah. keep you from over revving it to keep mm-hmm. you from, the red lines are lower right and it hits the rev limiter earlier so you don't you can't force it to generate the torque versus for example a honda right that you can just peg the snot out of and it'll squeal <laughs> okay right exactly yeah. so they're so they're kind of so it's not going to have great launch off the line no it doesn't it doesn't um i i again it's like well so what where is the appeal and is it the modern crowd is that what when you're when you're talking about like the younger okay i think so man since scion's gone the, the, and the, the drifter crowd man okay that's what i'm thinking it's 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 that it's it's that um they i mean i, I read somewhere i don't have it right in front of me right now but that was who they were marketing to when they came up i mean obviously they they badged it under the scion as a frs and we all know what Toyota was doing there. They kind of wanted to branch out a little bit to experiment with that market, yeah, to, to target that younger crowd. And so, um, you know, Toyota pitched this idea to Subaru several times, and they turned it down. And they finally came back at them. And yeah, because it was a bad idea. <laughs> right, right. So, so now, what do you know about the next generation? Can you tell us anything about it? Yeah, um, it's. Uh, what I have found is this thing is going to be um, the next generation is going to be a GR86 Turbo Sports Coupe. Uh, oh, 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 so it was na- it's naturally aspirated right now. They're putting a turbo in it. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Oh, okay. Um, so there goes more horsepower. Okay. Right, and so they're they're going away from the FA20 um, boxer, uh, and they're going to be. Uh, going to, I think it's going to be the um, FA24, still the FA series, but it's still a 2.4 liter. Okay. So they're, they're going from, right now, they're at about 205 horse, 
horsepower, naturally aspirated with the 2.0. And I think that the what I read was about 260, 265 horsepower with the 2.4. Okay. Now, look, that's not awful in a small car. Like, there's no. tons of, you know... Um, there's, there's a lot of small Lotus, for example, tends mm-hmm. to use a lot of Toyota engines and they're very lightweight and they don't produce a lot of horsepower, but, but they perform well. So right. just not having like 300 horsepower doesn't necessarily mean it's sluggish Mm-mm. It all, but it has to do with how the rest of that car is built. It's not like you gotta, you gotta get over 300 to make it worthwhile. Well, what's interesting <clears throat> is it's funny because this thing originally came out was like 2013, I think was the first year model, both Subaru and Scion. Um, of course, again, it was in, in Japan. They were already uh, badging it as the Toyota 86 there. But um, what what was interesting is how, like, blah it was, if you will. I mean, it was just meh. Yeah. You know, it wasn't anything special. You know, if you're a true Toyota owner... Toyota lover, and, and you know, we all know about the Toyota racing development packages that are available out right. there. Um, this just didn't have it in the U.S. And it still, um, it looks like it still does not. Like I was digging through trying to configure one. And um, I, actually, it does. You, you um, can get it. Okay. You can get it. So I found it. Um, it's available as part of an option package, like the Sax dampers, um, you the Brembo uh, brakes. Um, calipers, uh, and let's see, yeah, Brembo powered assisted ventilated 12.83 inch front disc brakes and 12.44 inch rear disc. That's going to be part of that TRD. Y- pa- it will you be. You got to do it on package. the GT or the or the the, the ha- 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 yeah. ha- Hawk One, Hawk One or Hakoni. Okay, I, I actually, it's kind of funny, man. This morning I, I was checking this out. I, you know, I've. I knew it was a, a city in, in Japan. Yeah. And I always like to hear how it's pronounced by them. So, uh, Hakoni. Is okay. What it's, uh, that, that explains. Okay. Yeah. But it's, I, uh, I was trying to figure out where that name came from. Okay. For, so, US, uh, U.S. slang, we will now, for heretofore, for our, our audience, uh, we'll refer to it as the Hawk One, okay? Yeah. Because that's what everybody else, yeah. America. Yeah, the, right. that, that is a nice green. I'll give them that. It's a nice yeah, it's green. Almost, um, it almost looks like a British racing green, man, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. To me, you know? Okay, so you can get some uh, TRD stuff on it. Um, yep. yep. But, I, I mean, still, I just... I, well, okay, if, let, let me just... let me just Go ahead, sorry. Well, I was going to say, with that package, um, you've got the the TRD exhaust is on this thing. Yeah. They've, they've also um, uh, put some you know uh, suspension features trd features this thing was real squirrely in the toyota but it was it was real tight going in uh from a steering uh, configuration standpoint with the with the brz so they weren't quite on the same page so my understanding is they've kind of neutralized what what the two were doing and in other words they took the they, they took the uh advice of the pit crew and got this thing uh drawn in to where it'll handle better um so it's Again, where I was going with it initially was, it's funny how they took all these years to get to this point with this thing to where it's it might be appealing, more appealing, may sell well, and then they're going to kill this generation and come yeah, out with a new one. Again, so this is it. What the hell? This, I mean, they're saving the best for last. The so. number the for a long time, the number one car in America is the Camry still the best selling car in America? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't and, think it is. 
and but they know what it's like to have that okay have that uh badge yeah no pun intended how do you lose your way completely in the car Uh, you know and if you love this car great good for you you know drop us a note tell me where i'm wrong (laughs) hit us up on the ask us a question page at partscounterguru.com but i'm just not i'm just not seeing it i've been i've been in the brz i've driven it it's not like the world's worst car but okay here let's here, let's. It comes down to this, okay, Jay. Mm-hmm. This is. I'm, I'm this listening. is. Here, here's how we're gonna wrap this up. Okay, it's trivia time. You ready? I'm. I'm ready. Okay, Young Jay. You got thirty three thousand five hundred dollars in your pocket, saved, ready to go for a car. Got to have yep. a car. Okay. Yep. Do you? Now, or I just I need to clarify point of clarification here. We're just talking about the Toyota 86, okay? Not the BRZ or like a used Scion, okay? Okay. Just this 2020 mm-hmm. or whatever the current model year is. Mhm. Toyota 86, okay? Okay. You got 33,500 in your pocket. Right. You need a sports car. Right. You've already decided I'm getting a sports car. Two doors. Do you buy this? No. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just not like for that money, you can go get something else yeah. that's going to probably do something better in those list of criteria, right? Absolutely. I mean, this is this car for a single person that, you know, understandably the cockpit of this thing, it, it, feels good sitting in it because i've i've test driven one of these before and they've always kind of felt good yeah like it's like you're in you're in the cockpit of a of a a race car but handling wise and just the lag off the line is just horrible it just doesn't just didn't perform well for me man when i test drove the thing and i mean you don't want to i looked at this when i was buying another when i was gonna buy another car you don't want to pull up to a stoplight and lose to pickup trucks and minivans i mean that's just not (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm 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 having, you know, cracking myself up here. But uh, I just yeah, look, guys, if you love it and there's something we're missing, let us know. Okay. Leave us a comment. Uh that's we're happy to um entertain those. We we try to respond to as many of them as we can. Yeah. Uh if you're watching on the YouTube side, that is. Speaking of which, Jay. Yeah. Hey, you wanna <laughs> Find us on YouTube. Sorry, I was going to give you some information. Here. So oh, you, go, you go add, okay? You asked me a question about where the Camry ranked, and I found it. Okay? I asked you a lot of questions. All right, you did. So the Camry. <laughs> sorry, man. We'll get back to my uh, my uh, coherence in a minute. This is the bonus um, round, everybody. Yeah. So the Toyota Camry uh, would be, as far as a passenger car goes, it's it's the number one passenger car. So to speak. Okay. Uh, it's ranked as the number number eighth vehicle, though, in what's the best selling vehicles in America. Uh, and I'll go down that list. Number one is the Ford F Series pickup truck. Ooh. Number two is the Ram pickup truck. Number three is the Chevrolet Silverado. Number four is the Toyota Rav Four. Number five is the Honda CRV. Number six is the Nissan Rogue. And number seven is the Chevrolet Equinox. Then you got Camry, Honda Civic, so, Toyota Corolla. Truck, 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 mini yeah. SUV, 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 SUV. 
Yeah, and if see Toyota holds in the top in, in the top ten, they hold four positions. Yeah, um, but none no, of them three, are cars. three positions. Excuse me, three positions. None of well, them are cars. Yeah, one. Well, you, no, no, two is, of them are cars. Yeah, yeah. the Camry and the Corolla are, are the are the. But they're pretty the far down. Vehicles. So yeah, okay. They're, so they're not, yeah. this is they're down is, from last year though. This is a podcast. Well, that's where I was going with this. Is this is another podcast, but that is going to change by this mm-hmm. time next year. Yep. Okay, right here, prediction time. Okay. Here. I'm I listening. To say I told you so. <laughs> Come on, bandit. We're gonna we're gonna go look at this in a year okay. or less. We might get to it in about eight months. Mm-hmm. We have the sales data for the next model year. Yeah, those trucks. It's not gonna be one, two, three in the truck line anymore. No, it, because of the economic changes that we're all going through, people are gonna start shifting back towards fuel efficiency. And, right. and and they're going to try to buy. Hey, these 86s might sell if they're that, you know, inexpensive. And the, the gas mileage isn't great, but anyway. Well, that's what I was telling you, man, for the price. I mean, it's a, it's a great, great price. Mm-hmm. I mean, where can you, if for any performance, if you want to get out and just have fun with a vehicle, I, you know. I still think for 30 grand, I could spend that money oh, better. I I know I could, but if you're if you're a young kid yeah, looking for, you know, that wants something sporty, that's probably where you're going to go, you know, because... You know, right. it's just it's it's the stylish thing to do. All right, right now, I think. Yeah. All right, whatever. So, anyway, so let's talk about where. YouTube? Uh, yeah, let's do some social stuff. Let's do some social stuff, man. You ready? All right. I'm, so, I'm hey, everybody, if you want to uh, socialize with us, and you can do it, you know, through social distancing, even you can socialize with us. How how uh, might I do that? You can check. Is us there out like a website on, or there is there is a website. There is a website. It's uh, parskindaguru.com. And uh, there you can find all of our uh, uh, Facebook icon and the uh, Twitter and the. Uh, did you put Twitter up there? Did uh, you ever I, get I that? Remember. I can't. Oh, remember. I usually man. throw it on screen. It might be Instagram, but whatever. Anyway, so we're, we're all on in the it. top right corner of the web. Uh, that's it. You can navigate to find <laughs> that stuff. But anyway, if you just want to go right to the uh, Facebook page, it's uh, facebook.com forward slash parts kind of gurus. If you want to check us out on Instagram, uh, that would be Instagram.com forward slash the parts kind of gurus. Um, don't forget to like, like us, follow us, share, tell a friend. Um, you can check us out on Twitter. We're now on Twitter. That's uh, twitter.com. And we are the counter show um, at the counter show. And um, that's actually a fun. I, I hadn't gotten into Twitter too much it's it's yeah. it's it's interesting there's some I, there's some there's some feud and be going on i like over there, i like it more so it's my favorite social media platform that's why I, you do all the other stuff and i'm like if i do anything it's twitter well you may have uh, won me over on the twitter thing i may have to uh i may have to get my own little twitter handle and yes uh, i'm a little a little far behind that's fine time, as long as you follow as long as you follow at the counter show oh twitter. trust me man there, okay Hey, you guys are my favorite, man. <laughs> uh, and what so, about, so, you, sorry, oh, please so continue. About, oh, yeah, YouTube, YouTube. <laughs> if you guys like YouTube, uh, you can check us out over on uh, uh, YouTube.com. Uh, you can you can just click through our website to get there, too. But uh, uh, we are Parts Counter Gurus over there on, uh, uh, on YouTube. So check us out. Check out our videos. Make sure that you um, subscribe. Please subscribe. Go ahead, Keith. You want to say something? We, we got to get that. 
That's an inside joke. Sorry, we were having a meeting yesterday online, and we were trying to establish the appropriate etiquette for video. Okay, so I think you, no, I think you need to do a sound drop for us. Okay. Like if it's, it's oh, my I, turn. To I talk. get your, your attention. T- yeah. Um. So, <laughs> how about leaving us a comment for this video, guys? If you have a better idea of how to spend about thirty-three grand on a sports Ooh. car, now it's got to be a sports car. It can't be. Like, a, I, you know, let's not go Kia Stinger. That's four doors. Let's not go the Porsche Cayenne. You know, that's way too expensive. 33 grand, new car, not used, new car. This is a game I play with my son a lot. Okay, you got this much money. Here are the rules. What are you going to buy? Give us your choices. What are some better options? Or if you think this Toyota 86 or the, the BRZ is, is the way to go for that amount of money, tell us why. Leave us a comment. Let us know. Uh, I'm interested to hear what the what the internet thinks about this. Yeah, and what I would also like to know is go ahead and anybody that just share with us the information that you find out about yeah. it about the new generation coming. There you out. go. And uh, the and inf- we'll- the info is uh, it's leaking out now. It's not a ton of information on it, other than we do know that it's going to be a, um, a upgraded engine for sure. We will and post think- that on our social media. Yeah, and I think that they're going to be taking from what they did this year yeah. as far as the performance packages because I think they want to target. Um, keep it keep it rolling, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There's only going to be 100 of those released in Germany, by the way, the new Ooh. BRZ. Now, yeah. especially for you Toyota 86 fans, okay, before you go, I'm going to leave you guys with this. You can head on up. This is one of Jay's favorites, okay? I love it. I've it, used this For these product. smaller cars, this is perfect, okay? We've got this. Is, this is, uh, we'll put a link to this on our Mentioned on the Podcast page. Just go to partscountergurus.com uh, and then click on Mentioned on the Podcast. Um, you, you can buy this on Amazon, okay? It's a can of dehydrated water. Let me see if I can get it out of the glare for the camera to I, see, okay? I'm, ha- I'm having some right now. Yeah, man. so... <laughs> so... Uh, where is this this is a perfect survival it's lighter than regular water put it in your uh put it in your your survival bag and put it in the back of that toyota 86 you don't have a lot of space in there you need something like this doesn't add a lot of weight and you know what if you run out of like washer fluid or uh you know coolant you got a coolant link and you know you got you got a, you got a backup plan here um, 100% organic, BPA free. If I could talk, gluten free. Contains no artificial colors or flavors. You can buy this on Amazon. Buy it through our website. Click the link. Okay, go yep. to mentions on the podcast or just click the Amazon banner. That's it. Dehydrated water. There you go. You guys that are Toyota '86 fans, this is for you. Proven to help remove mustard <laughs> from your shirt. <laughs> All right. So, okay. So now, what's next? Okay. Well, do you want to talk you, a little bit about? Let's see here. Yeah, all kinds of fun. Uh, so I want to I want to talk a little bit about these guys. Everybody freaking out about going back to work in the uh, assembly plants. Can yeah. we do that? Is that okay? Yeah. Or you got yeah, something we, else you want to jump into? No, I'm. I'm. Yeah. No. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's no. Talk about yeah. yeah. It. You, you're, you're the man. You're the man. No. No. no yeah. What did I do with my story? Well, there it is. Well. Um, so there's a couple Ford plants in the U.S. that are yep. not reopening next week. So the week of May 18th. That's um, right. And everybody's kind of freaking out about that and going, ooh, why, 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 why? Do you know why, Jay? No. So um, basically it has to do with demand. 
those plants that are not reopening right away have not, they're not producing automobiles that are in high demand right now. Yeah. I did know that. I just wanted to hear you oh, say Oh, I it. see. You just, you just dr- strung me along for the, okay. For the audience. I see what you just did there. Okay. <laughs> and you know, it, uh, yeah, there, obviously, yeah. I mean, I, I did read that the, the production, the, they're selecting specific models. Yeah. So um, here's here's not all plants are opening back up. Can I give you the list of who it this is this is just Ford. Yeah. But, okay. So the, mm-hmm. the Chicago plant that builds the Ford Explorer, so SUV, police mm-hmm. interceptor version also, right? So mm-hmm. uh uh what do you call that? Uh essential, right? Yeah. That's Lincoln essential, Aviator. Man. Okay. Uh, the truck F-150 plant in Dearborn, Michigan. Yep. Okay, because mm-hmm. I know there are also some of those are made in Kentucky, I think. Uh, Kansas City, uh, which builds uh, F-150s and the transit van. Okay, that's commercial work right there. Mm-hmm. That's uh, right. The Kentucky truck plant in Louisville. There you go. Uh, Expedition Lincoln Navigator F-250s and 550s. Okay, so the bigger trucks. Yeah, which that makes sense. I get that because of the again, that's that's essential stuff, man. Yep. You know. So Louisville, uh, Ford Escape, Lincoln Corsair, Michigan, uh, Wayne, Michigan, Ford Ranger, Ohio, F six fifty, seven fifty, three fifty, four fifty, five fifty, Super Duty, the E series cabs. Uh, how we're, what are we down on the list now to six or seven? And I've not seen a car mentioned. Okay. Yes, but there is one coming up, and I, uh, I this is the one that caught my eye this morning when I was reading this article. The Mexican, um, uh, what is it, Quachiland? Uh, Quachiland, Qua, Qua, stamping oh and assembly. Sorry, everybody. And what do they build? It's, what do they build? They refer they to them as, as, as Kali, but um, the Mustang Mach-E. The electric uh, Mustang. The electric Mustang, man. Isn't that great? Yeah. Because we, we've been, you and I have been in the background going, man, I, I wonder what's going on with these. Yep. All, because that's a, that's a whole other episode that we need to get into, what, what has failed to, to hang in there um, because again you know you start cutting off things you, yeah. you start trimming the fat man and what what do you believe in and it's obvious that ford believes that this mustang Mach-E is yeah. going to be a big hit for them well and I, I don't i don't disagree with that in in order of proof it is the first car that they're reopening production for yeah absolutely and then the week after that there's it's the Mustangs and the uh, Lincoln Continental and then mm-hmm. the Edge and the Nautilus and all that. So, you know, what they're not telling you here directly, but you can kind of infer is what's selling. And they know right. what's selling, and that's what they're going to ramp back up first. So that that's now. On the uh, on the other, we don't, I don't have anything specifically on GM, but I would bet you do, they're doing almost exactly the same thing, right? Well, let's see if we can find something. Let's see. Okay. GM plants opening. Uh, I do know that the UAW, in in cooperation with Ford, made a safety video because there's some factory workers that are kind of freaking out a little bit. And uh, I just, you know, I don't know how much that video is going to help, but... Um, okay, here you go. Yeah. And this is... this is, Dude, hey, can, you, can I cue it up? Cue the bandit. Uh, okay, here. Oh, boy, how fast am I? I hate to say I told you so. <laughs> Thank you, Bandit. Um, we've been talking about what is, you know, what's selling. What's been selling? Trucks, 
right? Look at this, man. I mean, here we go. Here's your GM plants. Arlington Assembly in Texas, which makes light-duty pickups and full-size SUVs. Um, Bay City Powertrain. This is this is starting, let's see, skilled trades and salary workers at 13 plants will begin reporting to work this week as well. Uh, these plants are slated to resume production with one shift starting the week of May 18. So that one, uh, Cami Assembly Plant in, in Ingersoll, Ontario. What are they making? Tell uh, us what they're making. Chevy Equinox. The Flint Assembly, which uh, makes heavy-duty pickups in GMC Sierra Truck. The Flint Engine Plant. The Flint Engine Plant, for obvious reasons. Fort Wayne Assembly in uh, Roanoke, Indiana, which makes pickup trucks. Can we not just say Fort Wayne, Indiana? We can, yeah. Lansing Delta Assembly, uh, which makes the Buick Enclave and Chevrolet Traverse SUVs. Okay. Yep. You got Toledo Transmission, Romulus Engine, Saginaw Metal Casting Operations, and lo and behold, right down the street from you, my friend, the Spring Hill Manufacturing, which makes the GMC Cadillac SUVs and propulsion systems. Yeah, that's the air engine. You, you yep. got to have the engines for yeah. Uh, what's the most popular engine out there for GM right now? Mm, it's got to be the the like the the. It's a Silverado engine, I would say for sure. Five point three liter man, those five threes. That's I mean. And that's what I think they're making down there in Spring Hill. I, I, I think if you check back at a podcast we talked about, we gave you the list of engines and things that we're doing there. But the 5.3 is like the one that they put in everything these days. So you got yeah. 5.3, 6.0, um, and 6.2s. Well, and keep in mind that this is not just consumer uh, sales. Like they're looking at their commercial side too, and they've got to keep, you know, a lot That's of those guys happy because they're still buying vehicles. You know, I wondered how, you know, and we talked about this on the last, last podcast, podcast, that, um, you know, how they were conducting business. And I wondered then, I didn't ask the sales guy how they were dealing with their fleet sales. Because that's a whole different animal, yeah. man. Fleet sales are a whole different animal than just your average person walking into the, into the thing and, and wanting to buy a car, you know? Yeah. So I mean, they, these have, are, they have dedicated sales teams for that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we reach out to one yeah, of these let's manufacturers and ask let's, them. Let's let's see how fleet sales are doing. Yeah. yeah. So, there you go. So there you go. But yeah, so that's what's going on in the world of automotive. So we're, we're not getting back to to the the normal um, that we used to know normal. Yeah. It's going to be different. It's going to be completely different. So this is the first phase of opening. So in a month, it's going to be even further along and and what they're you'll you'll begin to to see and peel back the layers of their business plan for the for the coming year anybody who is sitting around just waiting for things to open back up as a business and you're not sitting back here while you're not doing normal business and trying to innovate for the new normal right you're gonna you're gonna fail yeah you need to be thinking about that stuff now. That's true. Uh, yeah, this is this whole concept of waiting. Yeah, I think you're going to be waiting longer than you want to. So mm-hmm. uh, you you've got um, you've got something here. Let me let me try to segue into so so Musk because it's you know it's a it's a <laughs> Rocket it's a man. day that ends in Y. We can't go you know podcast without talking about Tesla. Um, he's gotten into the into the uh, weeds with uh, the state of California because he's been trying to open up that assembly plant for a while now, and they keep refusing. And he's apparently suing them now 
and he's threatening to pull that completely out of the state and just move the assembly plant. And then you got some uh, politician that's tweeting, you know, nasty words at him. And look, I mean, this is this is just a factual statement. This is not a political statement. California has lost. You've lost Nissan from they're uh, the last Orange County. You lost Toyota. They went went to Texas. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you, you just keep losing companies because they're looking across the border, going uh, or across state lines, I should say, and they're going. Well, it's mm-hmm. going to cost us a whole lot less to make cars in that state, and you've just taxed them to death. I mean, they're it's just they're just looking at their bottom line. It doesn't have anything to do with politics. They're just going. Well, that's right. a thirty percent bump in our you know cash in pocket if we don't if we don't build cars here. We go over to you know Dallas or whatever. So. I don't so know, Elon, California. You guys got to pull your yeah. head out. Uh, it's well, not e, good. E, Elon opened up the, opened it back up. Yeah, you know, and um, <clears throat> you know, was it Alameda County? Is that where he's at? Yeah, it's is that yeah. right? Yeah. So, um, and I guess he's he's filed a lawsuit against the county, like you said. Um, and then when the governor of California was asked about this, you know, he says, "Hey, you know." We're opening back up some things, and you know that's between him and the county. So he stepped away from. Yeah, that, I think that was Gavin. New- Gavin Newsom is uh, yeah. kind of a that. That's normally his. Yeah. He's yeah. He's he's very not going to get into it. Um, yeah. So so Elon's like, okay, well, I'm just going to sue the sue the county. So that's what he's done. Yeah. He's filed a lawsuit. You know, and he's he's like I said, he's threatening to move to Texas. I think he he's he's got his eyes set on Texas, man. So. I, uh, well, did you did you read that as well? Yeah, we'll keep our eyes on it. And why? Why is that? Why are they going to Texas? Because Texas just gives them. It's just. The it's co- like Tennessee. Yeah, the cost of operating in that state is so much less. And well, it's a tax. It's a tax haven for yeah, them. Yeah. If they move there, I mean, obviously, look. I mean, that's why Nissan went to Tennessee. I now, mean, interestingly, they, they were all given robust rewards for that man texas has a a law on the books now this may have changed it's been a couple years since i looked into this but they had a law on the books that basically forced people and i'm I'm paraphrasing here so don't get too upset with me if i get this a little bit wrong you had to buy new cars from a dealer from an authorized dealership Mm -hmm. and tesla the model of the whole tesla sales channel is they don't use dealers they are tesla owned sales centers okay right and for right. a good while, you could not buy a Tesla in Texas because of that law. Now, that may have changed, but it's interesting that uh, if that's where they end up making these cars, uh, they're going to probably have to have some conversations around that process. Right. Um, so this now there's a what did you what did you call that other company uh, bef- before? Nic- we, Nicola. Yeah, but you referred to them as the. What counterpart of Tesla or whatever? Well, no, I mean, what I was saying is just kind of funny how all these electric vehicle manufacturers are going to take the whole Nikola uh, yeah. Tesla name, and you got Tesla now, you got Nikola. Um, you know the story behind that guy? No. Oh man, I found it interesting. This guy is like, um, here you go. So are he's, you talking about Trevor uh, Milton? 
Yeah, he's like 38 years old. He's a billionaire and and um, just kind of interesting. It, it's just, this was not a guy who had anything handed to him on a silver platter. He's an entrepreneur, and he basically, uh, you know, his sole purpose was to to develop a hydrogen, you know, cell vehicle, you know, mass transit vehicles, not mass transit, but over the you know long haul type vehicles. Yeah, heavy duty. And then short, yeah, heavy duty. Um, and I th- I forget who it was that they they're you know. They're not on the hook, but they've they've certainly invested uh, into his company. That's where he's made all this money, man. But um, he's a billionaire, and and uh, he had a fundraising drive that got him where he's at now, as far as with you know what kind of money he's making. But we, you got a text from a friend of yours about a, a pickup truck. Yeah, they're working on a truck. It's uh, yeah, it's called called the Badger. Really sporty looking truck. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now they've got some other stuff too. It's kind of kind of sport use, kind yeah. of off road, kind of like like side by side kind of stuff. Um, I'm not sure water, if they would be water, street legal, but well, they've got watercraft um, that that they've developed. You, of course, nothing's available to you right now. You can order this. It's stuff. just like Rivian, right? Yeah, or absolutely, the, yeah, it is. Yeah. And and Tesla yeah. went through this uh, when you know they were they were pre sailing pre selling. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they had a bunch of stuff on their website that was there before you could buy it. Right. Um, let me just uh, so let me 86, g- this Toyota 86 webpage here. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to close <laughs> out some of my sessions. So let me let me read to the to the audience some of the stuff with this, this Nikola. Now, I, I I found it very impressive. It's a good-looking vehicle, and obviously it's targeted to uh, compete against uh, Rivian as well as uh, the Tesla Cybertruck. Um, but it'll be available in a, a fuel cell electric um, or a battery electric uh, manufacturing through an OEM partnership to be announced soon. Uh, zero to 60 in approximately 2.9 seconds. I actually have that performance page here. Um, just impressive. Zero to 60, 2.9 seconds. It's up to 980 foot-pounds of torque, 900 and up to 906 horsepower, has a 600 mile range, um, pretty in, pretty impressive. Um, six 600 mile range. That's 300 miles battery, 300 miles fuel cell. Um, towing capacity 8,000 pounds. Four by four independent wheel drive. So IWD. Now let's go back to what Rivian. They did the remember the tank mode. Yeah. So this is going to probably have that. The whole independent motor, it, it does, is what they're saying, independent drive. Pretty impressive, man, for what it is. Um, so, well, okay, so to the hydrogen side of this thing, that's the that's the bigger deal. Uh, but Nikola is currently planning 700 hydrogen stations to give North America hydrogen coverage. So that's, a, I mean, if you're going to sell that, you've got you to be able to support it. So there you go. So... Here is where I think this matters. So you look at this and you go, well, how is this guy any different than Tesla? I mean, he's kind of ripping off the name. He's kind of, you know, whatever. No, he's not. He's not. Mm-hmm. Look, so first of all, when you go to their website, okay, which is nicolamotor.com, it's N-I-K-O-L-A motor.com, okay? Mm-hmm. The four vehicles that they're putting in front of you, three of them are semi-trucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fourth one is that Badger, which is the pickup truck. Yep. Okay, yeah. Every one of these vehicles is. Let me just make sure. Yep. Okay, all four of them hydrogen and electric. Mm-hmm. 
Now, one of them's hydrogen only. Um, so they have three semi-trucks. They're different looking, and they have different, like one of them doesn't have a sleeper cab. One of them has a huge sleeper cab. So longer range trucks, right? One, one's mm-hmm. a very short range. One's a medium range. One's a long range. Okay. That's right. But I am a huge fan of this hydrogen movement, and this is, I think, a better a long-term option than battery-driven electric cars because it's in the end it's better for the environment the 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 emissions from hydrogen is pure water it's just water okay Mm -hmm. uh there's no batteries to go into landfills or recycle or whatever and people say well well yeah but it's super dangerous you're basically dealing with a little little mini nuclear reaction okay (laughs) have you seen what happens to lithium batteries when you expose them to high heat or sparks exactly. <laughs> have you seen what happens do mm-hmm. you not recognize that the, the word combustion in an internal combustion engine means explosion there are more, yeah, <laughs> it right. is a I controlled mean, there, explosion that can get out are, of hand there are more dangerous things around you or just as many dangerous things around you you're not even aware of right now that are on the market and so, batteries batteries are in everything the the risk level if it's done right is really no more so than what we've already got on the road today okay yeah now they have mm-hmm. to do crash tests and you know they have to figure all that out of course but right he is trying to move move the needle in the right mm-hmm. direction he's pushing the envelope a little bit this is something we keep coming back to on this podcast they're developing hydrogen stations you know that's a interesting concept there so you refuel with hydrogen Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the electric side, I think is a nice, if you want to use the term hybrid, because if you can't get to a hydrogen station, you'll have EV charging stations everywhere. So you can, you know, yeah, it I, makes sense. This is, this is fascinating, man. I, I, I want these to come into production and they're, I hope they they're do. They're a, they're a step further than a Rivian yeah. and, and Tesla. I mean, the, these guys, I think if I'm not mistaken, that, that these are the guys that conducted the uh, autonomous, um, you know, pa- uh, driverless vehicle across country test from California to, to Texas and back. Yeah. I and think you know, these may be the guys they partnered with um, uh, that, the tr- uh, safety board. That ETSB. whole thing is, look, I'm. I, I'm, I'm just saying this because you're. I know you're tired of hearing me say this, but can we just give up on that for a little while? It's just not time for that. Okay. We oh, got, the autonomous. Yeah. Yeah. We just don't have. We just don't have. We don't have that figured out. There, there's way too many, like, you know, when the white stripe disappears from the side of the road, the car mm-hmm. loses the lane, and it just. I, I've driven so many cars with lane keep lately and none of them are reliable. Like, like there's no way I would take my hands off the wheel and e- even a te- these guys shoving oranges in their, you know, Tesla steering wheel and taking a nap from Vegas to L- yeah. LA. Uh, come on, man. I mean, it's just, we just, it's not ready yet. No, it's not. So we're, we're not I, I get it. AI. Cause that's, you know, that's commercial application, but I just think but, we're, we're years away. So how do we get there though? How do we get there? You think? I mean, do we? Ha- is it well, is it through? This do is, we have more development? In, do yeah, we have more technology development to come along before we can get there? This is a little bit of a of a moonshot in the sense that, uh, well, you know how you're a fan of Star Trek, right? Love it. And man. they would always talk about like when they would visit other other solar systems and other planets. They would. I'd talk be a about, red shirt. 
It, would you? I'd be a red. Yeah, I'd be a red shirt. <laughs> Jay, on, get on down to the engine room. We got we got a warp yep. core leak. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. uh, they would always talk about pre warp societies, right? Like we can't make mm-hmm. contact with them because they're a pre warp society. The technology right. does not exist yet. You know, yep. when we went to the moon, they, you know, you, if you ever go into the, if, allegedly, uh, if we <laughs> you go, you go to the museums, I've been to the museums, like the one in Houston's great. And you look at what it took in that limb and that lunar module and the computer systems that they had and how big and heavy oh. they were. We do not have the man. technology yet to go to, to really accomplish what we're trying to accomplish. They're trying to do it with algorithms and cameras. Yeah. And the problem is you're relying on stuff you don't have control over, like painted lines and other people, other manufacturers, automobiles. So, you know, videos have been released of Tesla where they're they're showing what, you know, the, all the different locational like icons mm-hmm. that the camera's putting up on screen. And it sees taillights over here and it sees a stoplight up there and a stop sign over here and a... But the problem is that's all relying on outside sources. The, you know, who makes the taillights in that car in front of you? Who made that stop sign? What are the standards in place? It's a Wild West show right now. Yeah, so, and, I, and you, you bring up a very, very good point, and that makes sense. And I think that they're not going to be able to achieve that until they are forced by the feds. Um, and then they'll have to obviously have the fed backing because yeah. it's going to be an infrastructure well, look, it'll I mean, there's monument, nothing to say. It'll be a monumental task. If you're a fan of government projects, you know, the Eisenhower interstate system's getting pretty old. I mean, you know, yeah. Yeah. come up with some good standards and put some stuff in place now that will, that will, uh, do we want to, do we want to uh, complement that sort of, sort of elevate? See, I was always holding out and hoping for like flying, you know, back to the future, like the flying, flying yeah. highways, you know? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're long. I, we'll never in my lifetime. I'll never say nah, that. Never say never. I will man. never say. I I was hoping so. I mean, I wa- I wanted the. I wanted to. Um, I wanted to be able to uh, beam places, man. You know, the transporter. Yeah, you know, that's, that's that's. I I just hate the long drives and the long flights. I just want to be there, man. Yeah, you know. Well, especially snap, snap. now, right? Like nobody wants to fly now. Mm mm mm. No. Yeah, it's um. This is this is interesting, man. With if if uh, if they can get the infrastructure in place for for that, and I, the the only way I think though is again they're going to have to have the feds to to back this thing to make that work, and we're a long way away from that happening because there's so much opposition. Yeah. Even even with that, because of the you know you got the oil companies and and and, and you know <laughs> I would say, of, and this might surprise you, but I would say let's not be first. Let's not be first. Yeah. Let you know who I think Germany you know who I or think somebody do their that's version. Exactly, that's exactly what I was going to say. And if there's any country more suited or better suited yep. to be the test, that would be Germany. And then, they're, and then let's take well what they do it. and let's find a couple holes in it. You know where where mm-hmm. it didn't quite do as well as they had hoped, and let's let's improve upon that. This is one of those scenarios where being first, I don't think it matters as mm-hmm. much. You know, I I just I thought just thought this has been kind of really pecking away at my my brain for about a month now and I, I haven't really seen much in the effort of repairing highways during this whole shutdown I mean they're out there yeah there's a lot of people out of work man I mean and they're 
why why you want to fix the infrastructure you want to repair yeah, the highways i don't Put know what's going work, on with man. that i you know it's so I, weird to me i would think this would be an opportunistic time because you don't you don't have the traffic on well, the road well you know when i was stranded broke down in texas and came back i did go through a lot of construction but i it was each state handled it differently mm-hmm and for example, Texas, t- there was a lot of road construction. They were actively working on the roads. Hey, there you just came up with a song title. What? Broke down broke down in Texas. Oh, of course. Yeah. It, at the truck dealer. At a Walmart. <laughs> Walmart. Yeah. All right, here we go. <laughs> Woo. All right, let's not make people listen to that. But No. Then Arkansas, I drove through, you know, I could see where they had the cones up, but there was nobody working in the middle of the day. On, on a weekday, right? So it, it does, I think it's a state by state, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's um, interesting. Because you guys have a terrible problem there in Nashville. Uh, 440, the bypass. People? Yeah, there's yeah, well, too many. people too. But 440 is just horrible. Yeah, it's, it's just like it's all total pothole. Up, as they say. Right. Yeah, and I would have thought that they would have really, really made a, a, oh, a it's, big push to It's under construction. It's been under yeah, construction I know it is. for a year and a half. It, sh- it should have been under construction 10 years ago. Yeah, well, yeah. You know, instead of repairing it, they just kept patching it. And they see, got this no thing money. Is made out of, they got no, no money. It's made out of, made out of concrete, you know, concrete yeah. surface rather than a, yeah. than an asphalt surface. This and is, they're plugging, you know. This is the problem with Ponzi schemes of moving more people in to pay for existing expenses. Then, then yeah. you have more expenses because you didn't take into account, oh, those more people, they're using the roads too. Yeah. yeah. See, it doesn't work. So, uh, okay, before I start to go nuts on Nashville, yeah. um, do we want to, I guess, uh, wrap this sucker up, put a bow on it? Let's, ra- let's wrap it up, man. And, and again, thank you guys for, for watching us, but let's remind you of a few things you can do to help us out. Um, go to our YouTube channel and uh, subscribe. Uh, it's free to you. It's priceless to us. When you subscribe, uh, like us. Um, and give us a thumbs up and ring the bell. Tell a friend. Have them subscribe. Um, where else are we at, man? Uh, I know where we're at. I'm just checking your brain, face, man. Facebook.com <laughs> forward slash parts counter gurus. That's it, man. You got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're Instagram. on Instagram, Instagram.com forward slash the parts counter gurus. Ooh, ka-ching. Is this, is this April Fool's Day? I feel like we traded... I feel like I'm in that little dicky video with uh, I need oh that Chris that Brown. that if you haven't seen <laughs> hey everybody trust me uh Freaky wow. Friday Freaky little Friday, dicky Chris man. Brown little dicky oh, yeah. Chris Brown yeah aren't you glad yeah. I turned you on to him he's uh he's a talent he's well, a real talent he is funny man I mean just absolutely funny guy man no doubt about it so Twitter anyway uh at yeah. the counter show we are the parts counter gurus on Twitter which is our our Twitter handle is at the counter show yeah. All one word. No like underscores or dashes or anything weird. That's uh, right. And let's see. That was YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. And now yes. partscounterguru.com is, is where you can reach us. You can find all that stuff that Keith just mentioned, partscounterguru.com. Also, anything we mentioned on the podcast like water, right there. You can purchase that through our website just uh go to mentioned on the podcast and you will find this the, is uh, this is on amazon you, yes yep. if you, great in stuff. fact anything you do on amazon please go to our website click through the amazon banner in the top yeah. right doesn't cost yeah. you anymore but we get the nope. affiliate credit helps us produce the show it does it does uh we got some new things coming down a pike 
Um, we won't reveal those now, but we've got some exciting things happening on our end. Um, we've got some guests coming on that we're excited about. Uh, we're going to have a uh, stay tuned for some live streaming that's going to happen. Um, hey, it's going to be fun. If well, I had a way to tell you, Jay, how mm-hmm. to find a good mechanic to get your car serviced that was reliable, yeah. mm-hmm. dependable, mm-hmm. and not like my Lexus dealer that just didn't do stuff that they charged you for. Right. Um, if there was a way to find someone that was a pretty solid way to find engine service professionals that was mm-hmm. kind of an inside secret, would would that yeah. interest you? Oh, absolutely, my Would that friend. be like absolutely. something that you think might make a good, maybe like a YouTube video or, you know. Ooh, I think so. Podcast topic. I think so. Oh, I think so. I think so. Think yeah. anybody? Uh, think anybody cares about finding the right people to work on their cars and trucks? Yeah, I think Tractors. there's a few of them out there. There's a few. Yeah, there's a few. There's a few that there's a few that watch their money. And, I mean, and are, are very serious right, we about just, the quality of work. We yeah. just throw the car away and go buy a Toyota '86. I mean, you know. <laughs> I knew you were going there with that, man. Hey, I got thirty thousand bucks in my hand, pal. So, you know what I'm buying? I am saying what's coming before mm-hmm. you. Sp- foolishly spend that money on something that you'll regret that's right or, or actually you go ahead and spend the money and then you know when the warranty's up we go we go follow through with what we're about to do which is guys we are working on giving you a great resource and means to find good mechanics in your area all around the well just the united states for now or is this going to work in u.s anywhere? okay um be u.s i think uh and then we'll get to the uh we'll expand and there's a way there's there a is way. a way, and it's a pretty good way, and it doesn't cost you anything. So keep right. watching the channel, and we will have that out soon, yes. along with a bunch of other stuff. Yes, it's going to be That's fun. That's also man. great. It's, again, it's been exciting. You know, yeah. we've been locked down, and th- we've been locked down and thinking, man. Well, yeah, we've just been doing nothing, right, during this lockdown. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wait, no, <laughs> actually not. We've been doing a lot more than we normally do. Oh, by the way, I'd like to give a plug to your your Lexus. Uh, what was the model again? It's a GX. Uh, I think it's Lexus a 4.6 G- liter, so it's a 460. Great review, man. Thanks. You guys go go over to our YouTube channel. And again, that's youtube.com forward slash parts counter gurus. Yeah. Um, and go check that out. It's a really good, informative video, and you got a great camera camera crew. Thanks. Uh, did a fantastic I kind of want job. one. I kind of yeah. want one. There, you think so? Man, it is 1990s technology in that thing. And, and yeah. it, I mean, you, you got all the it's a comforts. Truck. You got the heated it's seats a truck, and man. the climate control yeah. and all that. But it's on a platform that's basically been just kind of re, just tweaked for 20 years. And yeah. it's solid, you know? Yeah, it's a truck. It's a truck, man. People, I mean, yeah. People think luxury car, and they're just not, you know, it's, no. it's a horrible zero to sixty time, and it's a little bit underpowered, and it's, you know, no, I don't care about any of that. Yeah, it is. It is one that that, um, you know, they've 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 held true with the quality on it, and and it's a great vehicle. It's yeah. big though, man. Thing's huge. It is. It's I mean, like driving a it's like driving a suburban man or a, or a um, one of those expeditions. I'll tell you what. Even though the Escalade is a, is bigger on the inside, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. you know, just cause my neighbor's got one and even the smaller right. Escalades a little, little bigger, I think yeah. I would still go after that GX in a heartbeat. Even the Land Cruiser, if you can get a Land Cruiser with the third row, I yeah. just, mm. 
Okay. All right. So. All right. Yes. Please go check that Dude. video out if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Uh, uh, thanks for uh, listening, everybody, to the podcast. Please go over to our YouTube channel, like Jay said, if you have not already. Until next time, that is my counterpart, Jay, over there. I am Keith, and I will leave you with this. If the number of birds you have in hand is not divisible by three, you might have a problem. Wait for it. Wait for it. You got it yet? You got it? All right, you think on that. We'll talk to you next time. It's just a hand in the bush. In the bush. <laughs> there you go. In the bush. There you go. In the bush. <laughs> See you next time, everybody. See you guys. Those of you who are uh, not watching and you're listening to the podcast right now, Keith got a new uh, new apparatus.